And welcome everybody to the Fantasy Savvy Podcast 2021, the second edition, second edition of our March Madness Podcast. We did one last week with Jordan. Tonight we bring in Chase and we go over all the first round matchups in detail. And then we breeze through the rest of the tournament, the second round, the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, the Final Four. And we give you our championship pick. So whether you're in a player's pool, whether you're in a survivor pool, whether you're just doing the brackets or anything else you're involved in with the NCAA tournament, uh, you're picking games, you're betting on the games, you're going to AC, you're going to Vegas, wherever you're going, uh, you're sitting in your couch. Uh, these next four days coming up, we got it all for you. Uh, check it out, Fantasy Savvy on Twitter. Fantasy Savvy on Twitter, I'm picking all the games since February. Not doing too bad, about 12 over 500. I expect to hit about 60 to 65% as I have much more familiarity now with these teams. Uh, Jordan and Chase do a great job in this podcast talking about matchups, breaking down these games, talking about the players. We got upsets, um, everything you need. So it's a beautiful podcast. I really think uh, these guys did a great job. So make sure you listen to the whole thing. Um, it's a something to really gear you up to get you ready before we start the madness on Thursday with the playing games, but more so on Friday as we really get into it. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. All right. I also want to shout out Fantasy Postseason for hosting our players pool. They're nice enough to comp our league. Um, also going to send a t-shirt to the winner. So shout out to them, fantasypostseason.com. They've been doing postseason leagues for, uh, I think, over 10 years now. I've been using them for my NFL leagues, basketball league, NBA leagues. Um, haven't done a baseball league yet, um, but been doing it for the NCAA tournament, and they do a great job. So check them out if you're interested in doing a player's pool for anything. If Even if you miss the March Madness Go do it for the NBA. Go do it for baseball. The NBA is coming up next. I'm going to run my NBA league there. So this is the best time of the year. Yes, I'm a football guy. Fantasy Savvy is mostly a football site, but also do a ton of NCAA stuff with the picks. I do um, a draft breakdown as well for the NBA draft. And I actually am doing better with my NBA picks. I'm like 25 and 13 or 25 and 12 right now just because... I know all these guys from watching them in college. So love the tournament. It's amazing. If you're listening to the show, you know how good it is. So sit back, relax. We got about two hours of just breaking down every single game and getting all the way to the final. So Fantasy Savvy on Twitter. Thanks for listening, everybody. Let's go. Okay, we have Chase on the on the line. We have Jordan on the line. Hey, and Steve. Right. What's up, man? What's up, Chase? What's up? How you been, Swift? Everything good? Yeah, everything's good, man. Um, you know, after a year of no tournament uh, with the COVID hitting last year, I didn't know what to do with myself. I couldn't breathe for two months. Um, after, you know, no tournament, no sports. So this is like a godsend to have the tournament back, and uh, man, I'm fired up. Should be a good one, I think. Yeah, me too. It's gonna be a great. Yeah. yeah so, um, 
fantasysavvy.com is the site fantasy savvy on twitter um we had jordan on we did our first edition with kind of a primer um of the ncaa landscape last time with jordan and um what we talked about was you know some upcoming games we talked about some local prospects we talked about some who we thought was going to be the number one seed um but now we're here we're ready for the tournament as it starts Friday. We have the playing games on Thursday. All the teams have pretty much entered the bubble. Uh, the field is set, and we're ready to go. So we're going to be breaking down as many games as we can, starting with the playing games, You know, giving you some spread picks, talking about uh, the players to watch, some big upset picks. So pretty much everything you need to get ready for the tournament. And I think I have some pretty um, dedicated and passionate college basketball fans on the line here. So Jordan, why don't you just uh, give them a quick background again and just shout out your Twitter handle and uh, also your website again. Sure. Sure. So once again, name's Jordan Tyler. Um, so I've been doing this sort of scouting basketball since I was in high school, basically. Uh, I wrote for realgm.com, which is a popular basketball site for a long time. Uh, I focused mostly on college to pros. Um, but since I've been watching so much college, I, I can weigh in on the college basketball uh, during March for sure. Um, my handle is JTM basketball at JTM basketball on Twitter. Uh, and you can follow me and I'll, I'm up to speed on everything. NCAA, NCAA one, two, and three um, divisions, one, two, and three, and any international guys. I'm constantly looking at them. And Chase, I don't think, I don't think you have a Twitter, but just let the people know, you know, about your basketball background and, you know, a little bit more about what's going on with you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm actually an administrator at a college, Division One level. Um, avid college basketball fan, played uh, Division Three. So, uh, love the game. Um, ever since I was young, uh, and still to this day, I get to watch it um, from administrative perspective. But it's still fun. Um, can't wait to get started talking about the tournament. All right, so the first thing, that's great, man. Yeah, so like I said, these guys, I really respect their opinion. That's why I have them on tonight. Um, so let's get into it. Um, the first thing I want to talk about is just the bubble itself and how you think it's going to affect the the game. So there's, you know, we're not going to have, you know, a bunch of Kentucky fans filling up uh, crowds. We're not going to have, um, you know, a bunch of fans rooting for the underdog like usual. I mean – I'm not exactly sure how many fans are allowed in the stadium. Um, if anybody knows that off top, uh, just release it. But how do you know? How do you think it's going to be different from years past, where now we're in a bubble, and you know there's not going to be a lot of big crowds, and they're going to be playing mostly, um, you know, with the same hoops and the same arenas. Whoever wants to take it first, I'll start with the just the, on our perspective. I mean being able to watch these games and, and uh, in person and out of person at the low level. But I would say this is uh, these kids have been playing like this for the year. So they're kind of used to it. Um, I'd say uh, on one perspective, we had a TV game and you wouldn't even know there was anybody in, there wasn't anybody in the building except for the teams. Right. And so it was on TV and uh, you can hear a lot what's going on, but uh you know, the kids 
know they're on TV, so they'll, they'll be amped up. I think in terms of the amount of people at the games, um, if you look at the recent crowds, right, they've been pretty small. Um, you know, it's kind of similar to the Garden, where it's like I think ten percent or not even a thousand for uh, the facility. So, I would say this uh, recent game that that came to mind was the Indiana Rutgers game. There was a lot of Indiana fans in Indianapolis for the Big Ten tournament, and, and those fans were pretty loud, loud, and and kind of gave them some juice, even though they lost. That being said, I think the teams will be okay. Um, obviously it's not the same thing, but they know what they're playing for and, and, you know, they got to get the job done. So yeah, it's not, it's, I think for the viewers, it's going to be tough. Um, but for the kids that are playing the student athletes, I think it'll be all right. Jordan, any thoughts? Do you, who do you think it favors more the, the, you know, the underdogs or like the, or the, you know, the big time schools? I think it's kind of neutral. Um, I think because, like like Chase was saying, because everything's kind of been played this way um, the whole time, maybe maybe it'll give some favorable uh, presence to the underdog. But normally, what would happen is when an underdog would would uh, make a shot or something, you would have a loud crowd blaring, and that would kind of motivate them a little bit more. So with a smaller crowds, it's gonna it's it's like good and bad. Because the bigger bigger programs can't really bring their fans as many of their fans out to have such a presence as they used to, but at the same time, and and then on the alternate perspective, like the mid majors, when they would start getting going and everyone would be cheering them on, they can't really get that kind of um, momentum. So I think it'll just be the similar to how it has been all year, where you have to kind of build your own internal momentum. Um, and yeah, I think the teams that have fared the best this year probably will do the best. I think the one other thing is just mainly that um, be, uh, like the home court advantages that, that had existed. I think that right. there's, there's not as much of that this year um, because, because it's in Indianapolis. Um, other, other than that, that's, that's really it. So right. I, I would just add, I think, I think you just got to realize, you know, I think what it comes down to is the, the individual players, right, and, and the teams. And so if they've been bringing it, I, I think they'll be okay. Um, the teams that, you know, have, you, use the crowd to get juiced up, but I think that's going to be a problem for them. So I think, like you said, like Jordan said, it's, it's, it can go both ways. Now, are these teams mostly going to be playing at the same courts or are they going to be playing at different arenas? Are they going to kind of stay at one arena? Does that, do you guys know on that? I, you know what? It's it's very weird because I thought when I saw it before, I thought there was. It's not like each bracket game is, you know, it used to be like where you had that, you know, your four team little mini bracket was played one after the other. I I didn't. I don't think I see that on this. Judging like from I the like I see I see like there's at least four or five different arenas they're playing at. I'm just wondering if, you know, if a team starts playing under the same court a couple times, obviously it's going to, you know, give them familiarity and they're just going to get more comfortable playing there. I mean, I don't know if they're going to – I guess as they move along the rounds, they're going to switch up, but that's something uh, to check into. All right, let's 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 get into these games. First game, real quick, it's just a playing game, Texas Southern, Mount St. Mary's. Um, Chase, you would know about Mount St. Mary's uh, being where from where you're coming from. I mean – who do you like in this game to go on and play Michigan? Um, obviously, they're going to have very little chance in that game, but who do you like in this game real quick, if you like anybody? 
Yeah, I mean, Mount is a, a very big team uh, for our league, and uh, they're a defensive-minded team. Uh, Coach is excellent, does an excellent job, and uh, we actually beat them twice, but uh, we were at home. So I would say this, they, they're a team that rises to the occasion. They play very good defense, so if this is a slow game, um, I think it favors them. Um, their size will help. Um, very good defensive team. Um, you know, they're 6'7", across you know the top three um so if they can get the rebounds they you know texas they keep texas southern uh, off the glass and you know just keep on grinding i think it's it's it favors mount um obviously if this gets fast pace and goes up and down mount's not that type of team that can do that so um if you like mount you know obviously a slower pace favors this game for them i hope to see them do that obviously and play within them, you know, their game, which is to grind it out and get the W. Yeah, although they did take care of Bryant, and Bryant kind of likes to get up and down, right? Score a ton of points, and I, I definitely noticed, definitely noticed the size difference uh, with Mount St. Mary's and Bryant. That seemed like it was a little bit of a problem for Bryant when they took that game down. All right, Jordan, um, any thoughts on this game either way, or yeah? Just I, so I think that like it's, it's a lot of it's going to come down to um, how Damian Shanghui plays on Mount St. Mary's because. I mean, I was watching a lot of the final, and he, he really kind of controlled the pace, and that's how the bigs kind of got involved is that he, he was really the steadying presence, and he scored when, whenever um, whenever the team was kind of down. He made some key critical plays. Um, he's a super under-recruited guy, and I think that he's, he's going to be the key in this game. I know that um, for Texas Southern, Johnny Jones, I was pretty amped up. I think he has his, his kid on his team, um, and it, sh- it should be an interesting game. Yeah, that Chi man. He sounds like he went through hell. His uh, his mother got killed, and his father was paralyzed. That's pretty crazy, man. Um, he played great in that that final for sure. Uh, all right, next game: Drake Wichita State. Wichita State uh, saw them play a couple times. The biggest win they had all year was against Houston, which I thought they played excellent. Uh, conference tournament, they did not look so good. Um, you know, they struggled. They lost in Cincinnati. Uh, the game before that, they barely beat South Florida. So they're coming in kind of, you know, um, slugging, slugging it out a little bit. Uh, not really looking so good. And Drake is a team. I know they're missing um, their, one of their guards, which is a big injury, but they're getting one of their big guys back. Um, you know, Loyola Chicago. Uh, they beat them. It was a 51-50 game. The other game, I think Loyola pretty much blew them out. Um, so what are your thoughts on these two teams? We'll start with you, Jordan, and who do you like in this game? Sure. So I, I'm, I'm a Drake fan. So I, <laughs> I think that Drake um, Drake is going to be able to, to physically – or just like I think the guard play with Drake is just going to overwhelm Wichita. I think that uh, – so Hemphill's back. He's like their. He was their leading uh, scorer for a while, and then he he was out for most of the games. And then against when they were playing Loyola, they didn't have him the benefit of him in the lineup. So they lost their point guard Penn, but they're getting Hemphill back. So I think that he he was their best player before injury. So if he if he can play in any semblance of a way, like I think that they'll definitely win that game. And I also think that they even when he's not there, they play super hard. Um, and I think that, I think that the Missouri Valley was super underrated this year. And I think that these guys are going to be shooting lights out in the tournament and might even give another, uh, a run at 
USC in the next round, possibly. Yeah, and I believe six six out of the last eight tournaments, we had a team from the playing game advance to the second weekend. So, mm-hmm. um, if you like Drake, that's a team that people should definitely consider. Chase, what are your thoughts on this game? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I you know, I, I was thinking about the the advancing. I think it, it's going to help these two teams um, tremendously to play have a game under the belt to get into the round of sixty four. Um, definitely, I mean. Uh, I think the guard play, you know, Jordan said it, knocked it out. It's going to be whoever – whose guards are better in this game. I, I really do believe that. You know, Tyson, he's phenomenal young talent. Um, you know, he can really shoot it uh, for Wichita State. I just – I, you know, I expect him to play better um, and and lead the team. Uh, but I, I, I do agree with Jordan. I think Drake is a sort of an underrated team and not to be taken lightly. Uh, Loyola looked really well, really good in that championship game. Um, they're a top 25 team for sure. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a tough game for Drake. I, I think in this game, they match up well. Um, their guards match up well with uh, Wichita State. So I would have to say I like Drake too as well. Okay, and the and the winner of that game will play US USC, um, and USC's not playing such great basketball down the stretch here. Okay, um, Appley, Appalachian State versus Norfolk State. Norfolk State, I believe it was, uh, I don't know, 2012 when they had that big upset um, to Missouri. Missouri, right? Yeah. And um, Appalachian State, you know, I. So a little bit of the conference final. I don't know if you guys have anything more to add. App State's a three-point favorite in this game. Jordan? Yeah, I, I think that Norfolk's going to come and bring tempo. Um, I'm not sure. I think both of these teams, I think it'll probably be a kind of a, a shootout and just kind of up and down pace. But I think it's going to be a, a tempo thing. So if Norfolk State pushes the tempo on App State – Who's uh? They're not they're not as uh, fast paced. So whoever really controls the pace, that'll be it. If Norfolk turns the ball over a lot, then yeah, they'll, they'll end up losing. I think the Miac is kind of a little bit underrated this year. Um, they, they had a lot of good coaches come in, like uh, the Maryland coach Juan Dixon. Was that was the was, or I mean Maryland great Juan Dixon was coaching Coppin, and I think that they they um that whole conference has kind of been bolstered up a little bit in my eyes. So I think Norfolk could do something. I, I'd pick Norfolk in this one. Chase, anything real quick? Yeah. I like Appalachian state. I think they played well. They are, they're up and down. Um, they do shoot a lot of threes. Uh, Monte is pretty good. Um, you know, he, he, he shot like 60, I don't know what he, he was burying threes from everywhere. I think fast paced. They're pretty athletic, so I, I like uh, App State. I, I think they're uh, they're they're starting to hit their rhythm. Um, I know they didn't do that well in conference, but uh, they look good down the stretch. And I think they're they're playing sort of with house money in the sense of that they're, they're going to go out there and let it all. You know, they're going to play pretty loose. So I, I like them to win that game. And and Dennis's brother went to App State. I don't know. Yes. If you know I don't I know think if you he knew carried. That he carried, yeah. He carried. Uh, remember when they had that big upset against? Was it Michigan? Or yeah. no? Who was who? Who they beat? They beat Michigan originally or most recently. College, but then college they, football, right? Yeah, football, yeah. He, he, 
he carried the goalpost out to the to the lake or whatever. <laughs> I think he was one of those guys. <laughs> oh man! All right, uh, and it sounds like you guys kind of like a fast pace. So over to one thirty-three, maybe. All right, UCLA, Michigan State, two blue bloods facing off in the you know first four, which is kind of crazy. Uh, Michigan State has beaten Illinois, uh, Ohio State, and Michigan, so they beat two ones. Uh, I think they be- may have beaten an- – did they beat another one too? I'm not sure. I got it. But they also beat Ohio State, which is the two seed. So UCLA really not playing great basketball down the stretch. Michigan State, you know, kind of up and down all, you know, even down the stretch, but some big wins on their resume. Uh, initially, I liked Michigan State, but now looking at this, I feel like it's going to be a tighter game than most people might think. And I probably most people are going to roll in Michigan State here. Yeah, I have to agree. I I think Henry's pretty big key. Um, I think he can play well. Rocket Watts. I mean, if he plays well, uh, it seems like Michigan plays well. He didn't play well against Maryland, um, but I think you know Tom Izzo is a, is a veteran coach, and I think that if he can get get some easy buckets fast, his team can they can push it up. You know, uh, up the court. Um, you know, I think that they'll be all right. They just got to be the aggressor in this game, and they got to get to the free throw line uh, with those guys, those guards, and and Henry's just gonna. I think he's gonna have a big game. Jordan, yeah, I think I agree. I actually agree with you guys. I think Michigan State will probably win, but like you said, I think it's gonna be super close because Michigan State tends to play down to their opponents um, in the same way that they play up to some of the big names. So when they beat what Illinois, Ohio State, and Michigan, but they they, they couldn't beat Maryland. Um, they str- they struggled with like some of the, like it's the lower end. They lost to Rutgers once in the Big Ten, the lower end teams in the Big Ten. So I think they tend to play down, and they just are more of a defensive grind team. So if they're not shooting well, it, it'll just be a, gr- a grinded out type of game, and like it'll just they'll just be relying on Henry to create shots for them, and and um. Yeah, and, and some Rocket Watts, some Langford in there. And if Hauser can shoot the three and he doesn't turn the ball over, they, they'll probably win it. And the winner of that game goes on to play BYU, uh, the sixth seed. So I'm going to go with uh, Mount St. Mary's. You know, I'll stick with the, the local conference here. Uh, I like Wichita State. I like those two guards, Dennis, ETN. I think they're solid. Um, they got the other guy too. It's really good too. So I, I like I like their athleticism. I think they can take care of Drake. Uh, and I'm gonna go with App State because of Titus. And then, and then I don't know, Mich State, UCLA. That's a tough one to pick. But I, you know, I think by default I just gotta go with Michigan State. I think they're they're the better team. Um, but I just feel like everybody's gonna pick them, and UCLA might sneak in. But we'll see. You know, that's what I was gonna say. It's 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 a favorable game. The next game, obviously for. For anybody right, wins right. So you kind of you, you kind of want you kind of want to get that right, whether you're doing a players pool or a bracket. Right. Um, you know yeah. that that even one of those, even that also the Drake Wichita State game because both of those games are the second, you know, the first round games are winnable. I mean, one of those teams could definitely be in the or both could be in the in the second weekend. So you want to get that game right. That's pretty important. Yep. Agreed. Okay. So. Zags versus um, 
Norfolk or Mount St. Mary's. We don't really need to talk about that. I think we all know who's <laughs> going to win. Um, Oklahoma, Missouri, though. Um, you know, I kind of like Oklahoma. They have some good wins in their resume. So does Missouri, though. Uh, I, I, just, I just think the Big 12 and they, is a better conference than the SEC, and they kind of showed that And when the conference is played. I think the Big 12 won pretty much every game um, for the most part. Um, you know, Oklahoma really doesn't have a ton of size. I don't really know too much about Missouri, if you guys can enlighten me a little bit, but I just think from looking at the schedules and knowing I know from Oklahoma, you know, Kruger, solid veteran coach, I think they get the job. And I think Quanzo Martin is the coach in Missouri, right? But I just think that uh, – I think that um, Oklahoma gets the W here. Yeah, I, I, I kind of agree with you, Steve. Um, so – for, from what I saw when I, when I watched Missouri, I, I saw them against um, TCU, and it was like a pretty bad game for them. Um, so I think that they're kind of an, been an up-and-down team all year long. Um, from what I recall, there's, it's like a, like a three-prong attack. It's, it's like this, this guy, Xavier Pinson, uh, Smith, and the big man inside is Tillman. So a lot of it comes down to it is, can, is Tillman playing well inside? Are, are they guarding him inside? And then the two guards, if they're if they're really taking uh, Oklahoma off the dribble, I really think Oklahoma is just a better team overall. I think that they'll be able to lock down Smith and Pinson, and if they do that, then there's not going to be much else in the Missouri offense. Um, and, and there's a, a high probability Tillman's going to get in foul trouble. That's just what I'm anticipating with with Reeves and all these other guys that Oklahoma has. And the thing is, what I what I think it's hard to really judge Oklahoma because they're playing in the big 12, like you said, and they're playing against all these athletic guys and they're a smaller team. And when you, you can notice that they're a much better team than their record, because when they went out of conference, they played Alabama and they, they beat Alabama. Alabama is what a two seed. Um, so they play better against teams without elite size. Um, so I, I think Tillman, if, if he gets in foul trouble, I don't think Missouri really has the size like a super size advantage, like a Texas would or, or West Virginia. So I, I pick Oklahoma in this. Yeah. I mean, Missouri, I don't know. They, they started off really well. I mean, who they beat? They beat uh, Oregon, uh, Wichita, right? State and even Illinois, I believe. Um, but they just, they've, uh, I think they've lost six out of the last eight. So, yeah, they beat they beat Illinois, they beat Alabama, they beat uh, Arkansas, they lost twice to Arkansas, split with Tennessee, lost to LSU, beat Florida, beat Oregon, and then they lost to Ole Miss twice. So those are their notable games. But um, keep going. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no, no. And and I think I think to Jordan's point, I mean, if they're if they're playing a smaller sort of team, they do they tend to do all right. Uh, they struggle with bigger guards. You know, you'd see it in the Arkansas game, the LSU game, longer guards, longer athletic guards. They have trouble. So um, Oklahoma, you know, has that ability. Um, I know they've been playing very small ball Oklahoma too. So I, I think it's kind of a toss-up actually. Um, it's kind of a breath of fresh air for Missouri just to play. You know, uh, you know everybody's 0-0 zero zero at this point. So, um, maybe they get to recharge their batteries and and come out there. Um, but Oklahoma's, you know, playing small ball with Brady Manick, right? So 
it'll be a, I think it'll be a really close game, actually. I, I think it's a flip of a coin at this point. Yeah, it's his two-point spread. Oklahoma's favored by two, so definitely expected to be a close game. Um, all right, next game. Let's just we'll talk about this briefly. Uh, Creighton versus UCAL Santa Barbara. Um, I feel like this is a good twelve-five upset. Yeah, I mean Santa Barbara. Actually, I got to watch them a lot, and uh, I think they're they're. They're coming along really well. They were always pretty good this year, um, but the tournament, watching them, they they seem to gel. Um, you know, they're pretty balanced attack, so and they have, um, you know, pretty good team. So I, I like them. I like them a lot. Actually, they have a transfer from uh, Pacific, who is a sleeper, to be really really good in this tournament, and he comes off the bench. So, um, you know, I, I actually like them to 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 win this game yeah jordan for me uh it's kind of honestly i, I would say this this one's a coin a huge coin flip um i want to go 12 five i'm kind of going back and forth on this a lot i think it's all going to come down to who shoots well because i think from what i saw i didn't watch that much uh santa barbara this year but from what i saw with mclaughlin and there's one other guy, one of their forwards. He's kind of a little bit of a stretch forward. I think his name is Norris or something. Um, so whatever it is, the, the guy basically, he, they can stretch and they can shoot it in the same way. Creighton is the exact same way. Uh, most of their guys on their roster like can shoot. Uh, you got Balak, uh, Jefferson, all these guys. So I think it's right. really going to come down to who, who, who outshoots who. I think that Creighton was streaking pretty late in the season they just had a really really bad one of those bad showings against georgetown and georgetown just crushed them with blair it was, it was lights out so i think it's one of those games where someone loses in their conference tournament and then plays maybe plays better in the NCAAs. and it might be their last go at it i don't know how many of those guys are going to return with the extra year of eligibility so mm. i mean they have a lot of experience there so they might they might have their backs to the wall so i might go creighton Good points there. Yeah, McLaughlin, uh, Miles Norris, and uh, Sal. Sal, is, uh, yeah, he's underrated, man. He he can play ball. He's a, he's a big frame for them. Um, you got you got to love their uh, nickname too, the Guachos. <laughs> <laughs> Eating nachos, watching the Guachos. <laughs> gotta love it, man. Uh, yeah, I think, you know, after hearing Jordan's points about Creighton, you know, coming out of the Big East Conference, um, you know, playing a different team, I kind of I kind of like what he's talking about a little bit there. I just wonder about their confidence and the whole thing with McDermott. You know, I don't know what's going on. with That seems to be affecting them a little bit, but who knows? Um, also, you got to you realize, I mean, Santa Barbara has Sonny, which I was talking about, the transfer from Pacific. If he's playing, uh, you know, I know he got hurt. So um question is, if he's good to go, I, I like them a lot. So, Okay, big, big. Uh, a lot of people are picking this and for good reason. I was telling you the other, you know, earlier how Ohio beat Cleveland State by 55 points this year. Uh, they went on a 40 to 0 run in that game, which is the highest ever in D1 history. Um, led by Jason Preston, this kid, I saw that he averaged two points in high school, 
He made his own mixtape. And now this kid looks like, you know, he's one of the best players in the country. And the question is, had 31 versus Illinois. Uh, they lost by two points in that game. Um, you know, they just blew out Buffalo in the conference final. They're playing really well. Uh, they're playing a Virginia team that's, you know, has not practiced until this point. They're doing all their meetings over Zoom. I don't think they're getting into Indianapolis until uh, sometime maybe Thursday night or Friday morning. Maybe they'll get one practice in. So, um, you know, we've seen Virginia. They're, you know, always ripe for an upset, it seems like. Um, even the year when they won the national title, Chase, we were watching it. They almost they struggled in that first-round matchup. Um, what do you think about Ohio's chances? I mean, you I mean, are you going to pick them in your bracket? Yeah. Chase? I, I'm. I think I am. I was pretty high on them. Remember, we were talking about. Uh, you were. You were high on right? them. You said I mean, you liked them. Yep. And to win that, the the match. So, um, you know, I I picked them to win that after they beat. You know, I said to you guys, right? They were going to win that. I, I think they're a good team. Um, I think they're solid all around. Right. So they got five guys that can play in the MAC. The problem was there wasn't that much hype, but they had Vanderplas. And uh, uh, Wilson. So, I mean, those two guys fill the front line. So, um, you know, they do a pretty good job. Vander can – he can stretch you. And, and obviously they got Preston who, who's getting some NBA hype um, in his game. Uh, you know, it's – they're playing – if they play like they did at the MAC tournament, I think they're really tough out. I just think that, you know, Virginia um, – you know, I like them. Um, if Ohio was playing any other team, it would be a different story. But I just – Virginia's going to have a tough time just because they're going to have to get everybody together in such short notice. Um, and I think I think Ohio is going to benefit a lot from this game. You know, them, Virginia not being there. Jordan? Yeah, yeah. To, to your point, Chase, yeah. I've, I've just been following, like – I've been tracking, trying to track like what's going on with Virginia and when they're going to be able to practice and stuff. It just seems like I, there's a lot of like uncertainty surrounding the team and whether like how they're going to be able to prepare for this game. I think that's super underrated. Um, so even though yes, they're they're sitting out. Yes, they have some time to rest in between um, the the ACC tournament. Now it's just I think they're 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 all kind of like quarantining. So I, I don't think that I think it's just going to be like a at least early on in the game, I think that they're going to have they're going to be kind of dead. And if Preston comes out with some energy and he plays it to the same in the same way that that he has um, against like against Illinois or and stuff like that, I think that they they probably are going to pull the upset. I, I I'm going to go with Ohio in my bracket just because I think it's it's hard to play a team without um, without practicing extensively beforehand. And I think this this Ohio team is really hot. I think Chase, that's a really that was a really good pick that you had uh, of Ohio because I I saw, um, like Kent State was pretty big and Toledo was pretty big and they, they ended up crushing some of these teams. So, uh, yeah, I think that they have it, and I think Preston's probably an NBA player. Um, so yeah. Okay. I, okay. Uh, USC versus Wichita or Drake. I'm just gonna put either Wichita. I I guess you guys picked Drake, so. We'll take Drake over USC. Do you guys like that? Do you agree with that one? Uh, 
I'm, I'm debating that still. So I, I'm, st- I'm kind of, for me, like when I fill out my bracket, I usually wait to see who wins the, the first week. But um, yeah, I, I'm still debating because if Wichita wins, I'm, I'm definitely picking USC. I'm still kind of leaning USC because Mo- uh, Mobley's been ridiculous lately. And I, I, don't, I don't think um, and anything on um, Drake's front line can really match him. Um, so yeah, I, I did say that I'm, I'm looking at Drake as a potential upset and I think their guards definitely could pull it off because their guard plays much better. I just, I think that the Mobley brothers are just might be too much inside. So I might go safe and go with USC. Chase. Yeah. I, I just, I'm, I'm looking at, uh, you know, I'm thinking more, um, that I think whoever wins those, those, uh, f- first four games is just going to have some momentum and build on it, um, similar to what happened with VCU. I'm not saying in the VCU, uh, uh, you know, it's going to get all the way to the Final Four, but I think this, whoever the teams are that win those Michigan State and, and Drake-Wichita game, I, for some reason I feel like it's the weird game, but I just feel like Drake is just going to get to the round of 32 somehow, some way, you know. Um, okay. But we'll see. All right, you we'll know, keep – talented so we'll keep it moving here kansas versus eastern washington who uh beat i think it was montana state in the big sky final watching this game actually took eastern washington minus seven and a half kind of sweated that out but we got it (laughs) watching uh bob ross's son and will ferrell with the cowbell um these two guys man this is a funny team. Another guy, another guy on his team's got a mullet. I mean, <laughs> do you think Eastern Washington has a chance against Kansas? I mean, they're facing. Obviously, they got um, kicked out of the Big Twelve tournament because of their COVID issues. But I heard they were practicing, according to Bill Self, unlike Virginia. So they seem like they're a little more prepared for this game. And they were playing great basketball too, coming down the stretch. Yeah, I think uh, I, I like uh, I like Kansas. I think a lot of people like Kansas here. I mean, they played without McCormick in the, in the Big uh, Twelve tournament, and and they they played some small ball. And they looked really good. Um, they're starting to click, I think. And you know, usually every year we all pick Kansas, right? When they're in the top. Um, now they're kind of meddling here, but um, I just think they're going to surprise people, and they they look to me. Out of all the Big Twelve teams, the the most surprising, right? It's the most prepared. Um, uh, so, I, I, Eastern Washington was picked to win their their conference in the beginning of the year. Kind of struggled a little bit, but then sort of um, came around for the tournament. So, uh, I like Kansas. Yep, I I also like Kansas. I think I think it might be. A- Oh, I obviously think they're going to win. Maybe I don't. I'm not sure what the spread is on that game, but I think that they're going to win by a substantial amount. But at the same time, uh, something that kind of could cloud the outlook is the Jalen Wilson might not be available. Um, right, heard about for that, that game. Yeah, so that that could be a little bit annoying, and I'm, I'm not sure. Maybe that'll affect them. I I don't know because he's been he's been like he scored a lot when they, when they go into a sort of like those dead stretches um, where they can't score. And Akbaji was just is not scoring, so we'll see. But I, I think they'll win. Now, if they if it, like if Jalen Wilson can't be in because of COVID, is he going to be allowed in later? No, right? 
if they get to the the, the next uh, Sweet Sixteen, he possibly depending when he started. So it depends on. Uh, he's got ten days. It might be. Yeah, he might be available. Okay. I th- yeah, the spread. I think it's the start. Go ahead. Go no, ahead. I, said, I, I think it's seven straight days of testing. They said. So yeah, to to Chase's point, yeah, I think he could be. Okay, uh, Kansas is a ten and a half point favorite in that game. I haven't capped these Saturday games yet. Um, I did all the Friday games, but um, I think I'll definitely be leading Kansas just because I watched most of the Eastern Washington game. They don't really shoot a ton of threes. It's about those two big guys inside. I mean, those guys are good players, but I, don't know, I think just Kansas will just kind of take them out of the gym. Um, okay, let's keep it moving here. Um as we're at the bottom of the bracket now, Oregon, VCU, really like the way Oregon's playing. Watched a lot of them last year, really upset. Pritchard didn't get to show his talents in the tournament. Uh, but du- Chris Duarte, very good player. The role players are coming in now. Um, just, you know, a solid program. I think they take care of VCU pretty easily. What do you guys think? Um, I kind of think it's a coin flip, honestly. I think that VCU's like super super aggressive defense could could sort of cause some problems. I think that they're they've been kind of hit by the injury bug a ton, so I don't really know how they're going to sort of shake out. Like it could be like you're saying, I think it could be either a blowout or it's going to be a really close game. I don't think it, there'll be anything in between. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's gonna it's gonna depend on how they how Havoc defends and uh, really kind of what if Dorothy shows up and then um, Figueroa is gonna have to hit some shots. Yeah, I, I, you know, it's a, I think it's a closer game than people think. Uh, I think uh, VCU is a defensive-minded team. They actually have some physicality, um, and if Highland is 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 good to go and he's not, you know, is he's feeling good, I, I think they're going to be a, a, a tougher out. Uh, Oregon is obviously a small ball type team, and uh, you know they get up and down, so. Uh, Richardson's looked good for them. I'm pretty high on him, uh, you know, to compliment the work. To, so, I mean, but I, I, I don't count VCU out. I actually, I think if VCU keeps this game in the 60s, I think they win the game. Yeah, spread is five and a half. So pretty close. Definitely could be a close game. That's going to be the last game on Saturday night, 9.57, tip-off. Uh, so that should be a good one to Last watch. Last time, VCU, I think they, they played at that time. They lost, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah, I like, matchup. I like Oregon. Back. and Maybe VCU covers, but I think I definitely have Oregon winning that game. All right, uh, Iowa, Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon, Bryce Drew. We know about Bryce Drew and his history in the tournament, the big shot. Do you remember who they played in that game? Was it Vanderbilt when he hit that for Valparaiso? Missouri. Missouri, right. Okay, good call. Corner, I would think that was like 2000 – when was that, 2003 or – Not even. Oh, maybe. Yeah, actually. Maybe. No, 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 no. 19 – sorry, it was either 2000 or 1999. Yeah, I think you're right. It might have been 99. But anyway – it seems like Dan Marley got this program going a little bit. I think maybe he took an executive position with the, with the school. I don't know. Um, but Bryce Drew's there now. Grand Canyon's playing good basketball. Man, I, I mean, they look really good. They got size. They got guards that can shoot. And I like Iowa, obviously. I love the way they're playing this year. 
And you historically, I'm down on Iowa because they don't really have a lot of success in the tournament. But uh, and you know, Iowa could definitely make a run here, but they got to get by this tough Grand Canyon team. This is definitely a, a 15 that could beat it too. What do you guys think? Would you think? Uh, I mean, would you think they're the the best 15 to upset a two, or do you think Oral Roberts is that team? <sighs> Uh, when I look at both teams, I, I mean, I think Grand Canyon might be just as good if, yeah. you know, if not better. Yeah, I agree. I, I think they're seeding. I think Grand Canyon kind of looked like a 14 seed. Um, so being a 15, playing Iowa, um, you know, I, I think it's going to be a very, very interesting game. I think, I think, would you agree this is the closest of the two fifteen games? Um. Yeah, I would say so. I would say this either this game or Oral Roberts. The other two, I think there's no chance. You're ruling out Rick Pitino. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I mean, I guess. I guess you can't rule out Pitino. But anyway, what do you think about this game in particular? Do you think Greg Kane could pull the upset, or you just think Iowa's going to roll here? Uh, I like Iowa. Yeah. Sure. I, I agree with Chase. I think Iowa's going to win it. I mean, I, I watched Grand Canyon. I, I, I think they're. I think this is probably the clo- one of the closest. This is probably the closest two fifteen. I think. I think I agree. I think they got misseeded Grand Canyon, but um, I think it's tough because you're you're putting up Luca Garza against two seven footers, but it's Luca Garza has been playing against Kofi uh, Coburn and. Uh, Trevion Williams and all these guys. So I think he's at this point he's used to playing against elite big men, and then then it's a matter of whose guards are better. And I think Wieskamp is one of the best shooters in the country. So, and then Jordan Mohanan can shoot lights out. I think that they're going to win. Yeah, obviously this will be a monster upset. But uh, fourteen and a half, they're getting Grand Canyon. You think they stay within that number? I, th- I think I think they'll I think. Grand Canyon will probably beat this, that spread. Fourteen and a half is pretty large. And um, you know what I, you know what I love the most in this game though is one forty-five. I think this game's going way over. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. One forty-five, you're saying? Hmm. Is the total? Yeah, I think it's going to get into like the one fifties at least. Could be, yeah, with the shooting and stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. So that's you know, if you want to be bold there, that's a possible two fifteen you could pick. All right. Let's keep it moving to the East. Michigan obviously will take care of Mount St. Mary's or Texas Southern, with or with it, well, without livers. Uh, LSU St. Bonaventure. Um, I'm going with LSU. Uh, just I really was impressed the way they played uh, against Alabama there in that that final. I, I like LSU a lot here too. I, I really liked how they played. I rewatched the Arkansas game with them, um, and they're just—I I think that a lot of the problems were like on the on the glass and defensive glass a bit, but they, they kind of did a little bit better there, and their defense was a little better. I think Thomas is one of the best pure scorers in the country. I think he's just going to shoot lights out, and I think that they they have a chance um, actually into the second round as well. Um, Okay, Chase. I'll go with the Bonnies. I think they have a veteran team. Um, I think LSU is is hit or miss. Their ceiling is high. I mean, they have a pretty good athletic team, but the Bonnies play some defense. They got a big, 
Um, they impressed me in the A10, and obviously the A10 tournament. And they, they they pretty much beat VCU um, hands down from start to finish. So I like to ride them, and uh, I like the Bonnies. Yeah, Watford, man, he played unbelievable in that game against Alabama. He really looks good. Um, is he going to be a first-round pick? Watford? Yeah. No, I, I don't. I don't see that. I, I mean, I think Thomas is going to be a first-round pick this year for sure. Just, uh, I, I thought I, Watford played well. I just don't. I don't. I think there's a lot of talent in the first round. He might be a second-round pick though. Okay. Okay. I guess we'll see what kind of tournament he has. Yeah, that's that'll help too. Uh, Chase, I think there's a little background noise. If you have a pair of headphones, grab it real quick. All right. Um, Colorado versus the Hoyas, who pulled off a miracle winning the Big East tournament. Great run by them. Shooting the day lights out, playing some D finally. Um, Ewing, you know, I was ready to give up on him. And he completely turned it around here, winning the Big East tournament. You know, they finish at 13 and 12. I think the worst ever finish for a Big East uh, team to make the tournament. Um, playing the five seed Colorado coming out of the Pac-12. Uh, McKinley Wright, obviously a very, very talented point guard, probably one of the best in the country. Um, I just got to go with the Hoyas here. I just they're, they're playing with a lot of momentum. I think they could – I think the way they're shooting, the way they're playing D, um, you know, obviously Colorado could beat them. Um but, uh, you know, I'm a Hoya fan. I got to go with them. What are you guys' thoughts? I would say I agree with you, Steve. I mean, if, stick stick with the hot team. If Georgetown plays like they do any, at all at the Big East tournament, I mean, obviously they, they won it. But, I mean, if they carry that momentum, uh, Colorado's, you know, they're, they're not really imposing on their size. Um, they do have a tremendous guard who I know you, Swift you love. Um on the Colorado side, but I agree with you. I, I didn't. I didn't like what I saw from Colorado the the last couple games. Uh, I'll I'll take Georgetown. I ride the bandwagon. Yeah, I'm I'm going Colorado here. <laughs> Sorry to go against you guys, but yeah, I, I think McKinley Wright is just is he's he's one of these guys that's just kind of playing for March. Like he, he I was listening to carefully to what he said after the Oregon State loss and how devastated he was, how we missed our opportunity. This guy's just super intense. He's a gamer, and he's trying to he's trying to be like Peyton Pritchard. So I think this guy, um, he's he's got the right mentality for March, and I think they're playing against a freshman point guard in Georgetown. I think that's an underrated thing, and I I think it's just he's just going to outplay them in terms of point guard to point guard. He's going to outplay Harris, and um, if if they can kind of match up with Georgetown's bigs, I mean that's going to be tough, but. Um, I think that that guy Jabari on um, Colorado can match up with them, and you can stretch it too. So I think that they will end up winning that game. Okay, Florida State. uh, By the way, the spread in that game is – that's the first game on Saturday, 12-15, in the Hinkle Fieldhouse. Uh, Is anybody watching TV? There's a little background noise if you could – I don't know. Get some headphones or something. Um, I have headphones 
Oh, okay. Cha- so maybe, it's, may, it's maybe it's Jordan then. Might be me. I'm, I don't have headphones, but I'm not sure what it is. Sorry. Okay. All right. We'll, we'll plow through it. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so five-point spread for Colorado as the favorite, 137 over. Obviously, I'm going to take Georgetown. Um, next game, Florida State, USC, Greensboro. Florida State's like – they don't really have like a point guard. They're just a bunch of huge guys, athletic dudes. Um, they turned it over way too much. Obviously, Alvarado's a you know he's a freaking a burglar out there. But you know the way they played, I don't know. They just turned over. They didn't really have much cohesiveness. in this. They kind of been up and down all year. Uh, but I don't think they're going to lose to UNC Greensboro here. Yeah, no chance with that's with the size inside. I just think that. No matter what, I think that even if they, they're more turnover prone, I think that Florida State's just too imposing physically on some of these smaller teams. And if, I mean, they're not the same team that they were, but if you look at like an actual, like past years, an actual bracket buster team was Florida Gulf Coast and they matched up with um, Florida State and Florida State, it was just too much in terms of size. I think it'll be like that, but to a lesser extent, because I, I don't think UNC Greensboro is as good as what Florida Gulf Coast brought. Yeah, I agree with Jordan. I think Florida State is is too much size, and I think that you know the way the UNC Greensboro. I mean, they were just they chuck a lot of shots and um, off the dribble. So I, I I like Florida State. Yeah, UNC Greensboro, no real significant wins. They played Winthrop. They lost by eight. That's about it. Um, all right, next game BYU will take on. Um, I guess we kind of picked Michigan State there. Uh, what do you thought? I mean, I kind of like BYU. I like how they played the Gonzaga in that final game. They were up 10 at halftime. Um, you know, Haas is there, the transfer from Purdue, 7, I don't know, what is he, 7-2, seven, 7-3. Seven, uh, big dude. Um, you know, they got some guard play. I like the way they're playing. I think they could win this game versus Michigan State. What do you guys think? I'll tell you this. Uh... I thought BYU was was overrated in my you know I think if they weren't in Gonzaga's league, there would have been an eight nine in my opinion. So uh, I like I like the winner. Well, if it's Michigan State, I kind of like Michigan State uh, in that game. Jordan. I also like Michigan State. I think that BYU was super, was super overrated all year. I think that they played well in that last game against Gonzaga, but I think it was more like and I watching that game. I think Gonzaga kind of sleep, was sleepwalking through that game. That's what it felt like to me. They just really weren't playing well. It was like one of those like really bad games. And BYU right. was bringing it from their perspective. I, I watched Barcelo, and he, he's pre, he's a good guard, but there are times where he just doesn't really step up. Uh, Harns is good, but he's he's he can he off he doesn't use his, any physicality at all inside, and I think Michigan State's a super physical team, and they can match up with him. So I think they're going to take him out of the game, and then from there it's just like a bunch of the, of BYU shooters, and I think that they Michigan State's longer and has better defense. If UCLA wins that game, though, I think that's going to be tougher to call. I might go with BYU over UCLA, but. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I get frustrated by was is when a seven foot player misses a 
a, a shot from like you know right next to the hoop. It's like <laughs> so frustrating, man. To watch, dunk it. Oh man, it's like they just miss. I'm like, how the hell you miss? Like shoot on a little tight hoop for them, but whatever, man. Um, all right, Texas Abilene Christian. I'm just gonna pick Texas here. I don't think. Uh, Abilene Christian has a chance in this game, unless you guys think I want to mention anything about Abilene Christian. I I had Abilene Christian for that that league to win it, so I'm I'm going to stick with them. I think it's going to be a really close game. I think they're a uh, pretty aggressive defensive team, um, and uh, you know I, I think in this game, you know Texas guards they're they're not they don't really have a true point guard in my opinion, so I think they'll struggle with just the in-your-face type defense. Um, give them a little run for their money. Chase, it's crazy you said that. I think I was the, the only other person in the world that's going to pick Abilene Christian. <laughs> um, watching Abilene play, I watched a couple of their games now. They're just The pressure D is, is ridiculous. I think they have really good hands. I think it's something that I don't – I mean, the closest thing would probably be Baylor, but I, I don't think this like the pressing style, Texas is really – handled well like when I did watch them against Baylor they obviously played really well but Baylor wasn't pressing up the entire game and throwing multiple players at you so I feel like Texas is bigger and they're just going to kind of take that for granted um and I I think Abilene Christian is just going to cause a lot of turnovers and what I noticed about Texas which is this is kind of interesting is that they kind of they kind of get they kind of go at each other when one of the guys um turns it over i know remember ramey and jones were were really getting into each other in like the middle of a game like on the sideline that, that was the oklahoma state game right yeah. uh I, th- I thought it was baylor but it could have been oklahoma state um but yeah they were they were really like digging into each other and f- from my perspective i think that that's just like it, it was all about ball control too and they make a lot of sloppy turnovers so i think that abilene christian is really like this is like a an ideal matchup for them. And I think they got this kid Cole, who's a big man too. So I think they can pull up the upset. Yeah. Player to watch for me is going to be Damian Daniels for Abilene. If he can create some, I guess, defensive pressure and score on their bigger guards, because he's only five, seven. So he's a fun guy to watch. And I'm pretty sure Abilene, aren't they on like a 12-game win streak or some kind of long win streak? Uh, they played Arkansas. They lost by 13. They lost to Texas Tech by seven. Um, I was just looking at that game. I, you know, I just think Texas will take care. But that's good points. I'm glad you guys have a good feeling about them. That's interesting. I mean, you remember Stephen F. Austin, Steve? Yeah, of remember course. Steve? Yeah, that's the same conference. Chase was in the gym with me when we watched that game. Yeah, Chris Christie was in the building. I think Dennis <laughs> had something not nice to say to him. <laughs> yeah, well, he probably would take Chris Christie now. <laughs> yeah. I just remember Dennis yelling his name, and he turned around like he knew the game. <laughs> I just remember that game. The freaking refs were horrendous. That's all I remember. That was a, a lot of fouls. Oh, my God. It was horrible. A lot of free throws. Horrible. That was the longest game in history. Oh. Uh, it was terrible. They called everything. Um, okay, UConn, Maryland. I know where Jordan's going with this. He's in love with UConn. Um, Chase, what do you think? Chase, what do you think? UConn, Maryland. You know, um, I think the tournament style of play, I think, favors UConn. 
they can get up and down. But they do turn the ball over a little bit, and they're a little wild. I, I, I actually think Maryland. I'll take Maryland because of the the competitive juices and and being in that uh, Big Ten hole. You know, I know they didn't look too good at the end, but um, I think just physical will we'll get the job done. Yeah, I think it's going to come down to um, whether Maryland guards can contain. So it's all going to be about, in my opinion, it's all going to be about book night and how he how he plays. I think if if they can shut him down, then game's over. But I don't think that'll happen. And I think they got a couple of guys um, on the perimeter like R.J. Cole who can sort of stretch it and and, and sort of uh, make up for that. I I really think that they're just they're one of these teams that's. I think is going to play better. I think they're coming into their own now because Booknout was out for so long. I think they're one of these teams that we don't really know how good they can be because they haven't been together as long as some of these other teams. So there's COVID, right? And then top take on top of that, put the fact that your best player, who's probably a top 10 NBA draft pick, has been out half the season. So now he's integrated into the offense, but you're seeing a lot of sloppiness, a lot of – they're not used to playing together in the same rotations. So I think that now that they are, I think they can go on a run. That's kind of where my perspective is on UConn. Yeah, good points there. Book night being out, I believe it was eight games this year. Um, I like that. But, yeah, I mean, this is kind of a toss-up. The spread is UConn. is favored by two. I like kind of like the way Maryland played in that tournament. Um I mean, this game could go either way. Book Knight's just going to have to play a good game. Is RJ Cole going to be fine for this game? I know he had to rocked his face against Creighton. I mean, I, I think he's fine. I could, I'd have to double check that, but um, yeah, I, I think he should be, he should be fine. If RJ Cole's out, that would be a pretty big loss. Um, okay, Bama versus Patino's Iona. Um, <laughs> Chase, any thoughts on this Iona team? Yeah, I think they're the, more, the most talented team in the MAC this year. But um, I think Bama is just, you know, they play a similar way. I think it's an entertaining game, actually, because, it's, you know, I, I compliment the, the committee for this game matchup because I think two styles similar. Um, so, but I, I think it favors uh, Bama significantly. I think they're just too 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 talented. Yeah, I think I agree. I don't. I mean, it's a good story, but I don't think I don't think they're gonna, you know, put a, any uh, serious threat to Alabama. Jordy, what do you think? Yeah, I'm taking Alabama, and I'm, I might even take Alabama on the over, just because I, I think they're just gonna get out and defend, probably shoot a ton of threes, and I think Alabama will look like an elite team against Iona. Okay. Um... All right, let's move over to the South. Baylor versus Hartford. We're just going to roll with Baylor. Um, North Carolina versus Wisconsin. I mean, the spread is one and a half in this game. North Carolina was its size with the way its guards are starting to be able to shoot the ball now. Wisconsin, you know, they're going to try to defend. They're going to bank some threes with Davidson. But I don't know. They, they just haven't been playing good basketball for the last couple of weeks. So, Carolina's rising. Wisconsin's falling. I mean, it seems like too good to be true with this spread, but I just – I don't see how any way in hell I can think Wisconsin. 
Yeah, two two drastically different styles, right? And so, I mean, uh, I think North Carolina should have been a seven seed, in my opinion, which is I know it's only one seed, but um, definitely big. Uh, they if they play like they did the ACC tournament. I think they they should win this game. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with North Carolina, but I'm not as confident as you guys, I guess, because I I, I have a feeling um, that I, I I don't really trust North Carolina's guards just yet, just because they're they're so young, and I'm I'm not exactly sure. I mean, they they, they seem to be coming on lately, but the matchups they're playing against are like Florida State um, and teams like that. So I I don't really think that that's those are the best indications of like experienced guard play i don't think wisconsin necessarily is either trice is good but he's not going to light them up i think really what normally like if wisconsin had played up to their potential this year i think they would beat north carolina but reavers has not played well at all and um like i think if the bigs came out and stretched against north carolina's bigs that would be a huge matchup nightmare so if, if if Potter and Reavers were just shooting threes all game and then opening up the lanes, and then it's just Trice versus versus the North Carolina guards, I think that would be a huge night matchup nightmare. I just don't think Potter's going to shoot lights out, and I think that they'll probably play more in a traditional post role, and then North Carolina's bigs are just dominant. Yeah, I mean Carolina just has so much size. They're freaking like the Space Jam monsters out there, man. Freaking just. <laughs> Big dudes, just monsters inside, you know. So, I mean, I think Carolina, you know, if they didn't have to play Baylor in the second round, I would have them running really pretty pretty deep in this tournament. I really like the way they look out there. Um, but I think the East, they'll definitely get past Wisconsin. But who the heck knows? I mean, anything can happen. But, um, yeah, like North Carolina. All right, Winthrop versus Nova. Jordan, Nova grad. We'll, we'll kick it off with you. Obviously, losing um, – Collins, big injury, um, and the team is, you know, flailing down the stretch here. Winthrop is a popular 12 seed. Everybody's picking them pretty much. Um, do you think it's going to happen? So I don't. I'm like, <laughs> I'm going to – not because I went to Nova. I, I wanted to, to like I, – so I looked into Winthrop a little bit more um, after watching the conference tournament and stuff, and I just watched some of the older games. And I like what I saw out of Winthrop, and it looks like they have some really good guard play. But I know Villanova too well. I feel like that. I feel like people aren't really figuring out what what makes Nova a good team. And most of it, I don't think Colin really most of the time creates for these guys. So it's not, when they lost Colin, it was more of a, the steadying presence that they lost on offense and defense and like having a guy who can make shots in, in big stretches. I don't think he was, he wasn't really like taking guys off the dribble every step of the way and creating for everyone. So in my opinion, it, like where Villanova struggles is against really elite big teams, teams with a really elite bigs and teams with really good defensive point guards like Posh Alexander when they really destroyed them. So unless Winthrop shoots lights out, which they very well could, they're, they're, I don't think they're going to beat Nova. I think uh, Robinson Earl is just going to be too too much inside, and I think that th- their guards can help down as well, um, Samuels and stuff. I think that Vaudrin is a, is a really good guard, but he's a six foot seven point guard, and he's not he's not a traditional point guard. He's more of a a guy with like elite passing ability who kind of controls pace. So it, it's like a very similar kind of 
match with with Villanova in terms of how they play. Um, so I think both of them like t- take their time and pick out shots with with Villanova's four hour offense. It's just like they're just going to spread and and look for the best shot. And I think that Winthrop, in a similar way, really takes their time looking for the right shot. So it's it's really a toss up. I think I think Nova will come out though. I think they have more talent. Chase, yeah, I, you know, I think it's a more intriguing matchup. Um, Winthrop, it should be applauded the way they've been playing. They have good team ball. Don't rely on one guy to score. It's, it's sort of a committee. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think this comes down to how Moore is and Robson Earl, if, if he can score for them, and Samuels. I think they should be able to win this game. Um, but, uh, you know, I will root for the upset, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Chase, to your, oops, sorry, to your, to your point, more because they lost in the first round of the conference tournament, more sprained his ankle before that. They have, they have, he's had so much more time to rest. That's another factor. Yeah, because I think he, he can guard Waldron uh, if he had to. So, Jordan, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't think Waldron's really going to take anyone by surprise. I think he's just more – a steady guy who's just going to really create for everyone. So I think. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to be picking Nova in this game. So they lose. I'll just blame you guys. (laughs) Uh, Nova's favored by six and a half in this game. Um, So tight game. Uh, 143 is the total. That's the last game on Friday night, 957. So uh, nice little watch there to end the Friday night games. Okay, next game, Purdue versus North Texas. North Texas, Western Kentucky, man. That was an ugly game. I had Western, <laughs> I had Western Kentucky in that game, minus one and a half. They were down 17-0 to start the game. And they came all the way, they came all the way back. And uh, they were up like six or seven with like a minute 30 left or something. And they ended up losing the game. Uh, North Texas, you know, they did a good job on Bassey, defensive team. Uh, could seem like they're, you know, hot and cold from three. Uh, but they seem like, you know, they could definitely play. It's a pretty good conference throughout history, uh, one of the better mid-major conferences. So uh, do you think there's any threat to Purdue, Jordan? Yeah, I actually I actually am leaning towards picking them, oddly. I mean, I've been trying to talk myself out of it, but it's, it's kind of – because I just watching them, I, don't, I didn't really see that much against – Western Kentucky that would make me think they could win. But when I'm thinking strategically, they shut down Bassey, which is similar to what they can do to Trevion Williams. And they, they basically doubled him and then forced the guards to make decisions. And I don't really – so outside of Ivy, I don't really see any guys who are, are great decision-making guards on Purdue. And a lot of it, I don't I, – I feel like Purdue did very well because they were able to match up against Big Ten's bigs. And there was like – it was like big versus big in a very traditional slow grinder type of way. I think North Texas will kind of change the pace of the game. And I think Hamlet is like, I've been following this guy on Twitter since they, since they made the conference tournament. This guy is like kind of, kind of awesome. (laughs) He's just been calling people out for not believing in him. And he just seems like one of these guys that's just want is really wants it. So I think that over the young guards of Purdue, I I'll take, I'll take the more experienced North Texas team. Yeah, where Winthrop and 
Villanova were is one of the top five games I want to watch over the first round. I would say North Texas and Purdue is probably one of the least five games I want to watch. <laughs> so uh, I think it's going to be a grind out, um, but I'll take Purdue. Yeah, and I believe the spread is seven and a half, uh, but I'm taking the under in this game. So the first under, this is, you know, just take the under and sleep like a baby, 126 in this game. Um, I just like, I definitely feel like it's going to be a grind out game. I think North Texas will do a pretty good job, uh, you know, defending those bigs, but we'll see. But I don't think North Texas can be able to score that much. So it could be like a 70. Or like a 65-55 game, something like that. Um, Edie's, Edie's guaranteed 10 points in 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, Edie's vanilla. Yeah, I like him, man. He's a big he's, dude. He's better than, Har- he's better than Harms, right? I, I mean, he's only a freshman, so, I mean, he's just so big. Yeah, I think he's better. <laughs> he's huge, yeah. Plays like he's better around the rim, too, a little bit. I think Dockage and Greeny were say, uh, Greenberg was uh, – Saying it's like Nerf ball with him. It's like a Nerf <laughs> basketball. That's what I said. Little tykes. That's why I was so mad at Harms. He's missing these freaking little footbacks. I'm like, what the hell's going on? All right. Um, Purdue versus, I mean, I'm sorry, Texas Tech versus Utah State. Um, Utah State, you know, good conference. Uh, Mountain West lost in the final there to San Diego State. Uh, we'll ha- definitely have a size advantage here against Texas Tech, uh, but I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to pick Utah State in this game. I think Texas Tech's the pick. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I, I like Texas Tech. I, I do. I, I think they've been competitive all year. Um, Utah State, Keta, uh, he's a big boy, um, but I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I watched them last year. I would have said, you know, Let's go Utah State. I thought they were fun to watch in that in that tournament. Um, unbelievable. Uh, before the you know, obviously we had COVID, but uh, I think Texas Tech's too strong. Similar teams, though. Similar teams, and they grind it out. But I agree 100 percent with you guys. I'm I'm on Texas Tech train. I think Beard does great in these kind of tournaments, and I think he's gonna get his guys to bring it. I think McClung is has been while well, he's he most people assume he's playing out of control i think he's he's been pretty solid this year for most of the stretches and i think he's like a guy you can put the ball in his hands and let him create in those kind of moments and then you got McCullers pretty good as well so yeah i'm going texas tech yeah, Tech's Tech's favor by five in that game, so I like Tech minus the points. Uh, Arkansas Colgate, um, Patriot League Colgate. Um, looking at that game, I feel like Arkansas. Uh, it might be close for a little while, but I think Arkansas will take care of them. It's a nine point spread, so it's pretty close. But I think Arkansas will take care of them in the end. I'm going to go off a limb here, and I'm going to say I, I watch Colgate, and I like Colgate to win this game. Really? Yeah. Okay. Don't I, I think, you know, they only got to play in the Patriot League, which is, uh, you know, it's tough barometer, right? Because a lot of these teams, some of them didn't get a chance to play other uh, non-league opponents. But I tell you, don't sleep on Colgate. Are you looking at the net? 
I think they're a top 10 in the net. Everyone keeps making jokes about it because Colgate's a top 10 team. Well, but, they're, four, um, they're like 14 and one, but they played like three teams all year. <laughs> I mean, they played yeah, Army I, like they played Army like four times. You know, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I just I'm not buying them because I this other so their player of the year, Jordan Burns, I, just personnel wise. Um, just I've watched Arkansas. They have size and they play like a freestyle. And I think that that's like really well suited for the tournament. So I, I think Musselman really does a great coaching job. Um, and, and I think they can shoot it as well. I think Moses Moody's an, an NBA top 10 pick. I think that's just going to overwhelm Colgate. I don't think they have anyone who can guard him. And then Burns, I, I don't really see him as like one of these, these guard, these tournament darling guards who's just going to hit shot after shot. When I see him, he even in in the Patriot League tournament, he really didn't hit many big shots. Or some of the other guys who were hitting shots, and then inside they don't really they really can't match up with Arkansas. So I'm going to go Arkansas. Okay, Chase with the Colgate says, "Do not sleep on them." Um, all right, Virginia Tech, Florida, man. Um, I like Virginia Tech. This guy, Mutz, and this guy, Radford, man, these guys are incredible athletes. Incredible. And I know that uh, they had some COVID issues, and I know Radford was hurt for a little while. So it seems like, you know, they've kind of, like, played, then they stopped playing, and they played again. So similar to, like, what Jordan was saying with UConn, I don't think this team has hit its full stride yet either. Um, And maybe we see that in this tournament, and I think I like them to get past Florida in the first round. At least. And, you know, the second round, if Oral Roberts takes out Ohio State, what we're going to get to, maybe this is a team that could get to the Sweet 16. So this is another section you kind of want to pick right. Yeah, I mean, Virginia Tech, I, I'm pretty high on too as well. I, I, they've been a little inconsistent, but, uh, you know, like you said, I mean, they had the COVID bug, right, a couple times. So hopefully they can get on track. I think they are the better team than Florida. I've watched Florida a lot. Uh, yeah, my wife would kill me, but um, <laughs> you know what? Your you wife know. needs to slap you in the face right now. <laughs> Wake your ass up! <laughs> <laughs> now you're right. Your wife went to Florida, but yes, I, I, you like, I, man, you like, so you like Vatek, like you like what you see out of it. I think we, I think a lot of people like Vatek and and scary because um, I like him too. So I, I, I don't know what to say. I mean, they, like you said, Swift, I, I think they can. They're a team. They just have that makeup to be a dangerous team. But I don't think they're a sleeper. No, okay. definitely not a sleeper. I'm, I'm with you guys. I think, I think Fatek's gonna win. I think Aluma is, is pretty good. Um, he's just gonna. I, I think he's gonna outplay anyone Florida has on the inside. And I think that Florida is gonna try to push the pace, but Virginia Tech can handle it. So these they're really, they're really strong and tough. So I think they'll win. Okay, is now we get to the other 15-2 possible with Oral Roberts with the leading scorer in the country, Max Abmus, and this other guy, uh, Obanor, who he tore it up in their tournament as well in the Summit League. Um, and I thought, I mean, South Dakota State, that game, South Dakota State looked good to me. And North Dakota State, I think they play in the final, man. Those teams look good. So 
this conference looks legit. Um, Oral Roberts actually played some close games against some big dogs. They lost Oklahoma State by five. They played Arkansas. They lost by 11. They lost to Wichita by five also. Um, so they played some big teams. Ohio State, obviously, you know, they're a blue blood team. They're coming out of the, you know, arguably the best conference. They just took Illinois to the wire. They were struggling down the stretch in regular season play. They got to the tournament. They they played great in the tournament. Washington turned it up a notch. Um, but I could see this team being knocked off. They just have the makings of it. And I think Oral Roberts could definitely do it. Uh, just the way they shoot the ball from three and the athletes that they have. Uh, I'm curious to know what you guys think about it. See what you guys think about it. Well, I, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pick the the upset here. I just I think Ohio State is is gonna go pretty far in this tournament. Uh, I think they got like with CJ Walker. I think they have uh, experienced guard play, and I I think that anyone can win. Like to Chase's point about Colgate shooting, if they shoot lights out, they can win. In the same same sense, I think if Oral Roberts shoots lights out on Ohio State and Ohio State's cold from the floor, they have a lot of undersized bigs and. Maybe Oral Roberts makes a statement. I just I think that Ohio State's been in too many battles in the Big Ten, and, and I highly value the Big Ten conference this year. And I think that they really played Illinois tough, and I think that uh, Ohio State's going to really come out, and it'll probably be a close game, closer than most people are expecting, but I still think they'll come out, pull it out with their guard play. Chase? Yeah, I think this is, you know, we talked about the top five matchups to see. I think this is one of them intriguing matchups, right? Um, get, uh, yeah, you got two crazy, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they think. This is a wild game. But, uh, you know, Ohio State's looked good of late, so um, I'll stick I'll stick with the chalk here. Yeah, 16 and a half spread, man. I'm going to be all over all Roberts. Uh, they shoot 39% from three. They're 82% from the free throw line. Uh, they only turn it over 11 and a half times a game, too. They average 81 points. So, you know, if Ohio State's not banging those threes, you know, they don't really have too much of an inside presence. So if, if Washington's not hitting threes, if Walker can't get to the rack, uh, if Liddell's not hitting his threes, if Liddell can't hit his threes like he did in the final. Like, he missed almost every shot took. Um, you know, I could see Oral Roberts just doing it here. So uh, I'm going to – I think this is going to be my 15-2. I don't know about Greg Kane because I really like the way Iowa can play. Um, but that, you know, I think Oral Roberts is, is you know, is a team that I'm definitely going to pick, you know, especially with the spread. Okay. We'll move down to the last region now, the Midwest. We got Illinois over Drexel. Although, you know, I mean, Drexel's coming out of a pretty good conference. So I feel like Illinois may have one of the toughest uh, 16 ones. What do you guys think? I'll take Illinois. I think they look pretty good. So uh, well, obviously, obviously they're going to win, but do you think Drexel could maybe keep it within? You know, the spread I think is twenty-two and a half. You think Drexel keeps it within like fifteen, or or you think Illinois, you know, blows them out? Illinois in thirty for thirty. Co- okay, Kofi Kerbin's the next Shack over here. <laughs> the, Dude, does he really? Does he really weight three hundred pounds? It's two eighty five. Two eighty five. That's nuts. <laughs> He's a monster. All muscle. All muscle. 
Okay. Uh, this is probably one of the most intriguing first-round matchups. Loyola-Chicago against Georgia Tech. Uh, great game here. Uh, Jordan, I'll let you go first. This is one of the t- like the hardest games. I'm, I was really upset when I saw this matchup because Georgia Tech's been playing super well. Um, I think it's I'm going Loyola Chicago because I think Loyola Chicago is one of the best teams in the country. I think they're a top 10, 15 team in the country. I think Georgia Tech has been playing really, really well right now. I think they're super confident. They're playing loose basketball. They could easily win this game. It's very much a toss-up, but I, I think I'm going to go with Loyola Chicago just because I, I think they have so many weapons, and I, I think their defense is super, super tough. Um, yeah. It's a bad matchup, though. Chase? Yeah, I would say, you know, the top five matchups, I think this is game number three, most anticipated. Uh, like Jordan said, I think it was two teams that we – would have loved to see play someone else, right? Because we were all pretty much high on both of these teams, right? To yeah. see them advance, unfortunately, one will and have to play a one seed after that. So I had Loyola more of a seven seed. Um, and I thought Tech was, you know, I thought they might have been a seven seed too, just the way they've been playing. But uh, I mean, I understand they, they had some bad losses. But uh, I'll take a. Uh, I think it comes down to the matchup to watch is good. Uh, I, I really don't know. This is just a point for I don't even know what to tell you. I, I'll t- I, I think if you go by, I don't know. I think Tech's going to win. Yeah, I'm going to go with Tech too. I mean, I had a bunch of Loyola players for their last run. I even got a Loyola <laughs> shirt somewhere. Um <laughs> But I think it's, you know, Sister Jean, everything. But I just, you know, I just think Georgia Tech, man, Moses Wright, down low, freaking Alvarado's a thief out there. Uh, you know, Usher's playing well. Um, who's the other dude that is playing well for them? Oh, Jordan, give me his name right now. I'm not sure who you're thinking um, Anyway, they're playing great basketball. And um, DeVoe, th- right? DeVoe, right. Yeah, he's a good yeah, he's player. Good. He's, he's, he's he's solid. He, I uh, think he's the X factor in this game. If he he's plays- solid. I mean, I like yeah. Little Chicago. I think they're a good team. Definitely. I, I, it sucks. I agree with you guys, too, that they're playing, you know, Georgia Tech, who just won the ACC. Um, I just think he's a tough matchup, man. Moses, right? He's a beast, man. He's just a monster down there. So, I don't know if you guys saw that play he got against Florida State. He basically just got his own rebound, freaking put it back, just dunked the hell out of the ball against those Florida State bigs, man. He, he's, he's, a, he's a freak out there. So It's definitely a good matchup because you got Moses against Kurt Wig, right? Kurt Wig will dribble the crafty, ball Crafty, crafty player, yeah. DeVoe will probably guard, you know, Williamson will guard DeVoe, and that's that's a great, you know, he's one of the best defenders in the in, in the game right now. So yeah. I mean, this day. this game might be in the 60s, and it might go down to the wire. And Loyola is actually favored. They're favored by one and a half. So um, great game here. Uh, I, I'll take Georgia Tech, but, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if Loyola won. All right, Tennessee, Oregon State. I'm going to go with Tennessee. I don't know if you guys have a you know a strong opinion one way or the other. I I don't have a strong opinion on this game. I think that Tennessee has some of it, it could be one of those games where you you think that Tennessee is the favorite and then they come out flat because this team tends to come out flat randomly. Um, 
and then sometimes they really overperform. I think they're a really good defensive team. I think they'll they'll lock up Oregon State. I don't think Oregon State. Um, I don't really believe that they're they're super special. I think they had a, a good run in the Pac-12 tournament, but I'm not super high in the Pac-12 either. Yeah, I agree with Jordan. I think they they run out of gas. Oregon State and I like Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee's got some good wins. I mean, they beat Kansas by almost 20 points. They beat Arkansas, uh, two out of three from Florida. They split with Missouri. Um, yeah, I kind of agree with you guys. I think, you know, I don't, I wouldn't call them a fraud, but um, I think Tennessee – and Tennessee, I mean, they could lose this game because it's not like they're a great shooting team, though. So maybe if Oregon State's banging some shots. I don't know. This is a game I got to look into a little bit further, but I think initially off the bat – uh, take Tennessee. All right, Oklahoma State Liberty. You know, obviously, I like Liberty first team into the tournament. Um, had you know, they won a game last tournament, 2019, lost in the second round. Uh, but Oklahoma State, man, playing one of the hottest teams in the country. No fault on them for losing to Texas in the Big 12 final when they just came off beating Baylor and Texas had a day off because they didn't have to play Kansas, and they still almost beat Texas despite Texas banging, making every single shot. So just love the way Oklahoma state is playing. I think this team can get to the final four. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you in this game. I don't, Liberty's slows it down. So I don't know. I just, I don't know what they have an answer for, for the length of, of, of Oak state, you know, too talented. I, I actually, I, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State, but I, I think Liberty is going to. I think there's a really, really strong chance, a strong chance for an upset here because I think Oklahoma State's probably going to take them a little bit lightly. Um, I think that their Liberty just shoots lights out, and if if you look at their matchups, they've played some high major teams in, in the past, so they kind of know what to expect. They lost against Purdue. They beat Mississippi State. Um, and they played Missouri kind of close on the road. So I, I think they'll give Oklahoma State a game. I just I, – I don't – I think that Boone is going to be the determining factor more than Cade even. I think Boone is going to be really important inside. Yeah, I like Boone. Good player. Uh, Over-under in this game is 141. I like the over. Um, yeah. Oak State definitely gets in those high-scoring games. I think that's another good over along with that Grand Canyon. Those might be my two favorites. And then I like Oak State minus the points. But Jordan, to his point, Liberty has a little bit of experience. They could shoot the ball too. If Oak State's not making the shots, this could be a close game. Um, San Diego State, Syracuse, this is a game that I want to re- defer to you guys because – it's a tough for me to pick this one because I kind of like the way Cuse is playing down the stretch. San Diego State's a tough, tough team. They have a ton of success um, and a ton of history of success in this tournament. Um, Jordan, I'll start with you. Who do you like in this game? I like San Diego State. I'm pretty. I was pretty high in the Mountain West this year. Uh, I think Matt Mitchell's a lot uh, in terms of shooting the ball. I'm not as high as you on the ACC. Um, and, and it's not just to compare conferences in terms of player wise. I think that San Diego state really locks down and can defend. And they also have some guards who really, really shoot the ball. I think uh, Shackle is, is great on defense. And I think Mitchell will just shoot lights out. Uh, if Syracuse, obviously if they're, if they're shooting really well and San Diego state is kind of just not doing anything, then I, I think that 
they, they have a shot. I think it's a close matchup, but I, I really think San Diego State's going to pull this one out. Yeah, I, I, this is another game I think is a sort of a top five for me to watch because you got uh, the 2-3 zone, Bayheim special, Syracuse, long um, team. You know, his, his son can shoot the lights out of the ball. I mean, he's averaging crazy numbers the last couple of games. Um, but uh, I do like SDSU. Um, I, I think it's going to be a, a really close game because if I don't think San Diego State, I don't know how they're going to handle. They're not the most electric team shooting the ball. Uh, offensively, they do struggle at times. And I think it comes down to, to one guy, Trey Pulliam. He's the X factor for SDSU. Okay, yeah, this I gotta look into this game a little further. Um, so you you like San Diego State or, or Syracuse, Jason? Uh, I'm rooting for San Diego State. Okay, but I, right. I'm I'm very if I'm San Diego State, I I, I didn't want to see Syracuse here, right? As a six seed, you know, being the six seed, mm-hmm. um, I don't think I wanted to see Syracuse in the two three zone. Okay, West Virginia, Moorhead State. Uh, Moorhead State beat Belmont, who, you know, Dickie V, Dickie v was upset that the Belmont didn't make the tournament because I think they were like 20, won 23 games this year. Um, I like West Virginia this game. I'm just power conference there. I don't think Moorhead State's going to give them a, a run here. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll take West Virginia. I think they played a tough schedule, but I think it's going to be a closer game. Moorhead State kind of looked pretty good. Um, sort of fits the whole scheme of just going up and down. Sometimes West Virginia draws into it. It's it's really about Culver. If Culver can dominate the game, I think then I think West Virginia wins handily. But um, they're a streaky team, Moorhead State. I don't know. They, they take some – Ballsy shots, I was saying. So, I say a close game, but West Virginia wins. Chase, I think you hit the nail on the head in every respect. I think it's going to be close. Um, I think that a guy to keep an eye on is Johnny Broom, the fresh, the six ten freshman from Moorhead State, who's been playing super well. So, how he matches up with Culver, I think that's what Chase said, and I think that's going to be the key to this game and I think that Johnny Broom might become more of a household name if he has a really good game and he's able to lead them to an upset okay spread is 12 and a half um, so it sounds like the guys like Moorhead State to stay within that number okay Clemson Rutgers another game I have to look at again I, I'll be honest I'll be honest these are two teams that really don't have a good idea about so if you can enlighten me, um, Jordan, on these two teams, who you like in this game? I like Rutgers just because uh, I've watched a ton of Rutgers this year. Um, I think that they're more poised for a tournament style. Um, I, Miles Johnson is just is a really super good rim protector. I know Clemson's kind of struggled as of late. Um, and I know – I think that – Jacob Young, they have him coming off the bench now. I think they kind of hit their stride there. I think that they can push it in transition. If Harper shoots better than he has been, they'll, they'll be a tough out. Uh, Geo Baker's pretty steady, and Jacob Young's very steady for Rutgers. So I, I think that they have the guard play to advance here. 
Yeah, I think it's a interesting game. I, my gut says Rutgers because I did. We yeah, we've I've watched them a little bit, and they've played a challenging schedule, and I feel like they played everybody, you know, um, and played tough. But uh, uh, we'll see. I, I, I'll, I'll lean to Rutgers here. Okay. It's a it's a it's a toss up for me. I, I really don't know. Yeah, both teams just kind of inconsistent. Win, loss, win, loss, loss, win. Kind of the same kind of pattern. Um, so maybe we'll just roll with Jordan's pick there with Rutgers and stick with the home squad. All right, uh, Houston, Cleveland State. As I mentioned, Cleveland State lost by fifty five to Ohio. Um, obviously, that was way early in the year. But Houston is a team who you know is not shy about blowing teams out. The spread is 20 here. I think Houston's going to blow them out. What do you guys think? Yeah, I'll take Houston. I'm, I'm also taking Houston. I think that I I wouldn't bet on a 20-point spread, but and I think Cleveland State probably can shoot the ball better than what everyone's thinking. Um, just I, I watched them. I didn't think they were that bad. But I, I know Houston, they just, they just lock in. So they're definitely the pick here. I, I wouldn't bet the spread. Yeah, and I think the over is 135. I like that too because I think Houston could score 90 in this game. So um, I like the Houston and the over. All right. So we made it through all the regions. We got about a half hour left. Um, I guess what we'll do is we'll, we'll start in the West and we will – Quickly go through these games, and we'll get to our final four. We'll try to get through as fast as possible. All right, Gonzaga versus Oklahoma. Uh, just give me a winner or a loser. Um, do you think there's any way Oklahoma can win this game, or are you, we all picking the Zags? Zags. Yeah, I think the Zags. Are, I think we. I think there's a stat of uh, undefeated teams, right? And uh, going to final four, there's only, I think Wichita State's the only one that lost. In the second round, right to Kentucky. So I guess Zags to the final four. Okay. Um, we were kind of up in the air about UCAL, Santa Barbara. I like Jordan's points about Creighton, though. Um, so I may go back to picking Creighton. I know this is going to be a popular 12 5. But if Ohio is going to beat Virginia in this game, I mean, I don't know. Who, who do you think is going to come out of this and play Gonzaga this re- out of these four teams here? Who do you think has the best? I mean, obviously, Virginia probably does, but uh, I don't know. What do you? What, what's your gut telling you? What do your brackets say? Yeah, uh, just on my bracket, this is where I get a little uh, – where the havoc is. I have Ohio and US, uh, UCSB uh, playing each other with Ohio – Okay. Uh, All right. Gonzaga. So we'll roll with Ohio. We'll roll with Ohio. Ohio there. Yeah, I think okay. Ohio. Um, we got you guys went with Drake, uh, two to one beat me. I took Wichita, so we'll take Drake, Kansas, and uh, I like Kansas in that game. Who do you guys like? Uh, well, I, I was gonna say I changed my pick to USC for the other one, so I don't know. Okay, so Kansas or USC? I pick USC. I, I don't really like Kansas that much this year. Chase, Chase, Kansas or USC? I'll take Kansas. Yeah, I, I agree. I like Kansas as well. Uh, great game here, Oregon, Iowa. This will be a great game to watch. And I'm trying to – we can talk a little bit about this game, but I want to keep it moving. But this is a tough game to pick. Um, who do you think wins this game, Jordan? 
I think it's a toss up. I I I might go Iowa. I'm, I still I still think the Oregon uh, VCU is a tough matchup. I think that they might be coming out of that a little a little bit um, wounded, having played like a really close matchup. I think Iowa Iowa should win in a tough one. See, my my thing is if Oregon can win one, I think they could get some momentum, you know, and 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 be on all cylinders and and possibly upset Iowa. But uh, I don't know. Iowa just to me it seems like they're just a different team the last couple of weeks, even though they lost. But I, I think they're just playing um, some good basketball. So I'll take Iowa. Okay. Yeah. I'll st- I mean, I love Oregon. Um, but I think I think I like Iowa as a team and what they're doing this year. So I'll stick with them as well. Michigan, it's, it's LSU. Definitely, go ahead. You, you have to agree. I, no, Swift. I, I mean, and Jordan. I mean, it's definitely a tough matchup for Iowa. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. It's, it's a hard game to pick. Yeah. It's a hard game to pick, man. That's, that's a great game to watch right there. Uh, Michigan, LSU. They're probably not going to have livers for this game. So, I mean, can can LSU win this game? I mean, I think they can. They can, yeah. they can win. I, I I don't know if they will. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know if I'm going to bet against Michigan this early, just because <laughs> it's tough. I if, if Thomas if Thomas is shooting lights out, and if they if they have enough firepower to beat the Bonnies, then you're right. I think they can upset Michigan. The one thing about LSU is their defense isn't great, right? So no. Michigan could probably, you know, this is a game Wagner could, you know, kind of have a big game. Dickinson could go off. You know, if Smith and Brooks are hitting their threes, they're playing that sound basketball, they get into LSU defensively, um, you know, even without um, even without their be- livers, their best, you know, to my opinion, probably their best player besides – or best shooter. I don't know. He's just a difference maker. It's a huge injury for them. But I think I think they can overcome it and advance even without him. Um, Chase, do you agree with that? Yeah, I think so. I mean, but, you know, it's it's definitely a scary matchup if, if LSU is, you know, I, I, I think I'll give Michigan the edge on this. I, I actually think uh, Hunter is going to have a big game. And I think that – now, I, I, the little guards, I don't know how they're going to do against, but they've been so good the whole season. So. Man, Smith is a good player, man. He, he's a, he's yeah, small, he but he looks like the – I don't know if you guys ever see Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, that one guy that was <laughs> – that like that wolf hat on. <laughs> I got to see if I can find the picture. I'll send it to you guys. He's, his hair, man, is awesome. But he's a good player, man. He's legit. So – uh, I like them. All right, Georgetown, Florida State. I'm trying to wonder, kind of wondering how Georgetown would deal with all that size and if they could get shots off, you know, and how they'll be defended against by Florida State. What do you guys think? I got to say, I like Florida State. I think Florida State's bigs will overwhelm Georgetown's bigs. Um, okay. Okay. No problem. We'll, we'll stick with Florida State. Um Michigan's, Sorry, Swift. <laughs> Mich- I mean, hey, I mean, I'm, I'm just happy they won the Big East tournament, and they're in the tournament. I'm uh, just happy to be here. Michigan State versus Texas. Uh, I know you guys like Abilene Christian to pull the upset, but, you know, 
I don't think that's going to happen. So uh, being the host, being the host here, I'm going to say Michigan State, Texas, much better game. I think Texas wins that game. What do you guys think? Michigan State, Texas. Is, I think Texas, Texas will beat Michigan State head to head, just based on the length and I think in terms of matchups, it's a, it's a bad matchup for Michigan State. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, uh, yeah. I, although I could see Michigan State playing a really good game, and t- I'm not as high in Texas. Um, I don't know. I just, I don't. I'm not sure if I. So I'll take Michigan State, just running through, firing all cylinders, and then, you know, probably a dud in the the Sweet Sixteen. <laughs> They'll just lay a dud. They'll lose by twenty. Um, okay, Maryland or UConn? I think me and Chase. I, I don't really have a pick in this game, so I don't know. We'll just we'll just go with go the UConn. Low, we'll go so UConn. Yeah, we'll go UConn versus Alabama. It's a better um, game. It's a better game. Who do you like in this game? Well, obviously Jordan likes UConn. Uh, Chase, who do you like? I mean, I'd rather see this game, UConn versus Alabama. I think that would be a great uh, twelve o'clock special. Um, you know. First game of around the 32. Uh, I think it would be a high scoring game. So, but I like Alabama to win. But I think it's a crazy game. Definitely, I like Alabama. definitely crazy. Herb Jones could lock down anyone. So I think, yeah, I, I think it's really kind of a toss up for me. That's That seems like a game where Book Knight could have like 30, like 40 points. I don't know. I just kind of get that feel. I just feel um, like it would be like it's. They, Everybody's hitting shots. It's going back right, and forth, right. kind of like the LSU game. All right, we'll take um, we'll, we'll take Bama. We'll take Bama. Uh, all right, top of the South, Baylor versus North Carolina. I'm trying to think. You know, North Carolina's got this size advantage, but I don't think they could shoot with Baylor. I mean, Baylor's shooting forty percent from three. They also got that big dude on the bench. I think he's like six ten, six eleven. I think he averages like fifteen minutes a game. They'll probably bring him in a little bit to offset that. So I think they win this game. Chachua? Yeah. No, not Chachua. There's another guy. Um you know, mean the Kevin Riley clone? No, not Meyer, no. This is another this is another uh he's like six eleven. He doesn't play that many minutes, but I'm thinking they may use him in this game more. But anyway, all right, we'll roll with Baylor. Um Villanova, Purdue, it's Jordan. A terrible matchup for Villanova. If that's if that's the matchup, then Purdue's going to win. It's it's just too it's too much without Colin, and they they lost to Purdue the last time because of size. If you watched, I mean, it, to be fair, in that game, Carson Edwards went off uh, historically, and but th- this team has better bigs. Um, I think Trevion Williams is is too much of a matchup problem for Robinson Earl. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll take I'll take Nova in this game. I'll leave it up to you, Swift. Yeah, I'll take Purdue. I agree with Jordan. Um, Texas Tech, Arkansas. I'm gonna go with Texas Tech. This this is a really really tough one. I, I, it's kind of a toss up for me, honestly. Um, I might go Texas Tech just because I, I like how they kind of played against LSU. I watched that game and how they came back from like that huge deficit really late in the game, and then they had they had like a couple like buzzer beater games versus West Virginia. 
Um, I, I, I think that they're just more tested in a close game than Arkansas. So I'll give them the nod. Yeah, it's one of those games where uh, it's going to be an ugly game. And uh, I think this will be a buzzer beater. Uh, what do you guys want? Uh, Texas Tech. Yeah. I think Tech. Okay, Virginia Tech, Ohio State. Um, I went with Oral Roberts. You guys took Ohio State. I, I guess I would – I think I'll, I don't know, man. Um, I think I'll take Virginia Tech. What do you guys say? <laughs> it's tough. I, I, I mean, if go ahead. Oh, sorry, Jordan. Sorry, Chase. I, I mean, I, I'd go Ohio State. I think Dwayne Washington is probably will, will just outplay anyone on Virginia Tech. I, I think that I think Liddell is more of a handful inside than people are giving him credit for. He's just undersized. And if not, if he's not playing well, they just bring in Zed Key, another undersized big who can match up with uh, Tech. I just I just think they're a little bit better, a little bit deeper. You know, I was when watching Ohio State, and, uh, you know, it's hard to say. I mean, they looked – in that beginning of that Big Ten championship game, I mean, they were down. It looked like they were just going to fold up, but then Washington came to life, right? And uh, I don't know. I'm a little worried about them. But uh, they got the talent. They definitely do, and they got a good coach. But uh, So I'll, I'll go with – I like Tech. Yeah, I'm going to switch my pick to Ohio State. But, again, <laughs> I had I, I had Oral Roberts, so we'll, we'll go with Ohio State. All right, Illinois, Georgia Tech. I think we all agree Illinois wins that game, right? I mean, my my, yeah. my bracket, that's my upset special. I think Illinois might lose. Oh, wow. But but that's that's like a, a weird one. I, I think that – but I had Loyola, so I, I think Illinois is going to win. Against Georgia Tech for sure. Oh, you 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 have Loyola being Illinois. Yeah, I think it's that's my biggest craziest pick of, of the year. Wow. I, yeah. Wow. I, okay. I, just based on Ohio, how they, how Ohio played them, and how like Ohio is pretty small, and they just how Ohio played them. I think the same way Loyola, if Krugwig kind of steps back and then takes Kofi out of the paint, and then is just passing. I think it's just a really bad matchup. Chase, what do you what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with Jordan. I, I think Illinois wants to play Georgia Tech as opposed to Loyola, just because of Loyola's game. I think Georgia Tech though matches up well with Illinois. Um, you know, they get you know it's a similar they type do. of team. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see Corbello versus Alvarado actually be a good game, but uh, yeah, that would know. be interesting. Yeah, that would be, but I I'd say um, I think Illinois gets this Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, and Io, man, he's got to be more aggressive going to the basket. I didn't like how he was too hesitant in that final. I don't know if it has to do with his face. Maybe he's kind of saving himself, but he does that a lot. He's gonna have. He's got to get more aggressive. He does. That Otherwise, a lot. they might be. Yeah, yeah. Well, that that could be a concern then, because you know I don't like that man. That he's got to he's got to be a little more. Um, Oh man, I remember watching Andrew Wiggins when Kansas lost in the tournament. He was so unaggressive. I'm like, what are you doing, Wiggins? <laughs> Go to the basket, do something. I mean, they got knocked down in the second round, I think, that year. 
Uh, all right, let's keep it going. We got about 13 minutes left. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. I'm going with Oklahoma State. Okay, State. Yeah. All right, San Diego State, West Virginia. I'm going West Virginia. Yeah, I'd like West Virginia to get to the Sweet 16. They put a tough schedule, but I mean, my sleeper was San Diego State. But then when I saw the brackets come out, I didn't like their their matchups. Um, I don't. I, I'm scared of the Syracuse game, but uh, I like West Virginia. I'll move on. I'm also scared of the Syracuse game, but Chase, I think you talked about momentum. I think if they can beat Syracuse, I think they have more momentum going in to face West Virginia. And I think West Virginia tends to what they're not as good a defensive team as they used to be. So they lost to Florida at a conference, and just like they just randomly sometimes don't play well. I'm going with San Diego State. Um, Chase, you take West Virginia, right? Yeah, Jordan has a good point, though. I mean, West Virginia is one of those teams that, like, every third game they just let down. You're like, what well, happened? You know? We saw them lose to freaking Stephen F. Austin, so what the hell? <laughs> um, <laughs> Rutgers, Houston, I'm going with Houston. Houston. Yeah. Okay. Now let's uh, we'll try to breeze this pretty fast. Gonzaga over Ohio, right, guys? Absolutely. Uh, Kansas, Iowa. That's a tough game to pick. I know Jordan's not big on Kansas, but for me, that's that's a tough one. I think I roll with Iowa. Iowa. You think Gonzaga and Iowa are going to play against each other again? <laughs> I I guess could, could very well be. I think so too. What do you think, Jordan? Kansas, Iowa? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You mean Gonzaga? You think Gonzaga, Iowa? uh, Sorry. Yeah, Gonzaga, Iowa, right. The one-two. Okay, back down. Michigan, Florida State, potentially getting livers back at this point in the Sweet 16. Now, a stress fracture, I don't know. I mean, Chase, do you have any background on that injury? Yeah, I mean, we, we've had kids with stress fractures. It's not easy to come back from. I think he probably would play this game, and, and I think he would play pretty well. I don't think he'll be 100%, obviously, but he could play it probably, depending on his pain tolerance and how bad it is. I mean, it's definitely something that wouldn't be a nagging injury. And What, what is that, just like a small crack? Like a yeah. Yeah. Okay. So he 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 could play with it. I think the rest is going to help him. Um, I think he would be. I would I would assume he would come back for that game. Jordan, I'm going with Michigan, especially with Livers back. Definitely Michigan. Me too, hundred percent. Okay, Texas, Alabama. Um, I'm going to take Texas. <laughs> I'm, this is the third time I went against Third Bama. time. I mean, against, against Texas, I'll take Bama. Third time, Bama. <laughs> no, I'm, not, I'm not a Texas tournament guy. All right, so you guys got Bama. All right, so you outrule me there. Yeah, but you, Swift, you got to like that game, no? Bama, you don't like Bama? No, I like Bama, but I just feel like uh, the Big 12 is a better conference than the SEC, and I feel like Texas can def- can play with them for sure. And, I, you know, if, if Bama's not making their shots. I agree. I, I think Texas, this is probably the best matchup for Texas. Right? Out of all the teams. Size, yeah, for sure. Sims is playing big inside. He's starting to play really well. So, all right. Um, Baylor versus Purdue. I'm going with Baylor. Yeah. 
All right, Tech versus Ohio State. Ooh. I'm going to go Ohio State. I just I think that the guard play is going to be competitive. I uh, I think they're they're more battle tested than Tech, in my opinion. I think Tech kind of Tech kind of drops a few games every every now and again. Even though I like McClung, I just I feel like Ohio State, the way they played against Illinois, I'm I'm impressed. So. Chase? Yeah, I think I would want to see Baylor or Ohio State. Yeah, I, I mean, be shocked if Tech somehow limps. Yeah, I, I think Ohio State's going to get knocked off at some point, but somehow Ohio State got pushed through there. Okay. Um, Illinois versus Oklahoma State. This, to me, is the hardest game to pick in the tournament. I keep looking at this game, and I'm like, I mean, I know Jordan has Illinois gone by this point. <laughs> Um, but to me, it's the hard. To me, it's the hardest game to pick. I, George, Chase, what do you think? Yeah, I think it's gonna. It, it's. I think if it was Illinois, Oklahoma State, I think everybody would want to see that. Um, but maybe not. I mean, Loyola, Chicago, Oklahoma State's a pretty cool game night as well. I don't know. Um, I'll take Oklahoma State. Jordan, I, if it's Oklahoma State, Illinois, I, I'm I'm probably gonna go Illinois because I I think Coburn, I think the Coburn matchup versus Boone, who's inexperienced, is just I think he'll overwhelm them inside. I don't think there's anyone in the, I don't think there's anyone in the Big Twelve like him. Anyway, they could get him in foul trouble, then get him out of the game. No, I mean it's possible. They they could. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Oklahoma State. I just like the way Cade has been taking over these games down the stretch. Love Anderson. Love Boone. Um, and Iowa's got to get aggressive. If he starts getting aggressive, I may change my opinion. But for now, I'm going to go Oak State. All right, West Virginia, Houston. I'm going to go West Virginia. Uh, I'd say Houston. I'm going to go Houston. Okay, Houston. All right, so we're down to the Elite Eight now. Gonzaga, Iowa. Gonzaga. Rematch. Last time they played 99-88, to uh, Gonzaga won. Yeah, I like the upset here. Whoa. Okay. If, it, if, if, they do, if these two teams do play, but if, if, if Iowa can't reach the Elite Eight, I'll take the Zags. Bolt. Jordan. I'm, I'm going with the Zags. I don't. Th- I don't. I don't think it was that close the first time. Okay. Um. Yeah. This is. I'll go with the Zags too. Um, Michigan versus Bama. Ooh. I'm gonna go Michigan. If 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 Livers is back, I'm going Michigan. Um, Me too. I just like, I like too. the Big Ten Conference better. Me too. All right, Chase. I, for some reason, I like Bama, here. but it doesn't matter. Okay, I, Baylor. I, I do, I'm, 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 I'm high on Michigan. I really do like them, but I just, for some reason, I think it's going to be a dud game and Bama's going to get it. Okay, okay Baylor, Baylor, Ohio State. I got Baylor. Baylor. Yeah, Baylor. And Oak State, Houston. Going Oak State. I, I would go Houston there. I think it's tough, though. I say Oak State. Okay. Final four. 
Gonzaga, Michigan. <laughs> you, guys you guys haven't thought about this too deeply yet. If it's, this is this is this is when you're you know you're you're sitting there watching you know all by yourself, and these are the matchups you need to contemplate. This is where the money's made, right? <laughs> exactly. Um, I'm going Gonzaga if it's Gonzaga, Michigan. If Michigan's full strength, uh, I'll say Zags. Uh, yeah, I'll go with the Zags too. Oh my gosh! All right, Baylor, Oklahoma State, and Oklahoma State just beat them in the semis. Baylor gets redemption. I'm I'm with you. I think Baylor's gonna make a comeback. I I, I think we're gonna get the matchup we all hope for. All right, so we had three ones and a four in the final four. Not terrible. At least we didn't have all the. At least we didn't have all the ones, and we got two ones in the final and the two favorites, pretty much all year. But if you look at their schedules and the way they dominated teams, it makes the most sense. I mean, if you look back at Baylor's schedule and the way they were beating up on these Big Twelve teams before they got the COVID 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 pause, they're winning, you know, by 15, 12. On the road, you know, beating Texas by 13, 14. So, um, obviously, these are probably the two best teams in the country. Uh, Chase, what's your pick? Uh, I'll take Baylor. Nice. I'm going Baylor as well. I think I, I just love the way they play. I think they're going to shoot lights out throughout the tournament. All right, I'm going Baylor too. So that's a 3-0 pick right there. Nice. Over to Zags as Mark Feud has, has to wait. We put the Has to wait one more. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Any, just give me a score real quick, Jordan. Give me a score. Ooh, that's gonna be tough. Uh, 80, 83-76. Chase, seventy-four sixty-seven. Yeah, I'll say 80 to 78, Baylor. All right, that's it, guys. We finished just under two hours. Perfect timing. We went through every single game. I think that's pretty good. We have a little interference, but it's all right, man. We're still, you know, it's fine. I think we did a good job. We broke down every single game. We talked about pretty much everything relevant. Uh, thanks, guys, for coming in. Uh, we'll be doing a draft tomorrow night, and then I'll be doing another draft Thursday. And, um, just uh, Chase, thanks. Jordan, thanks. Everybody listening. Fantasy Savvy on Twitter for picks, NBA picks. I'm going to put all the picks out there, so check that out. And just enjoy the heck out of the tournament. It's going to be a great tournament. Could be a lot of upsets. Could be a lot of upsets. So uh, it's going to be awesome. This is the best time of the year, right, guys? Absolutely. It's Christmas. <laughs> Definitely. 100%. <laughs>
Thank you.